So today on our very first episode, I am going to walk you through why you never feel like you fit in. Like what makes you so different? Because I know I'm different. (laughs) And why certain people will never like you. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say. They're just never going to like you. We are really going to dive in deep into how you see yourself and does it even matter? Like why it matters in you becoming the ultimate version of yourself, the you that you're striving for, that's God ordained, that you. So keep listening. I'm so excited and let's do it. Hey, and welcome to Likely Loser. I'm Shireen, aka Reen. I'm a Jesus freak, mama, course creator, and a speaker. Listen, do you want to belong to a community that gets you? Do you want to use your gifts for God's glory to create a kingdom business? You know, that ministry that makes an impact. Are you wishing there was a way to get clarity on what your business is going to look like? Or do you want unshakable confidence to not only move forward on the idea that you've been keeping secret, but have the kind of confidence that makes the ground shake when you walk? So girl, if you are ready to lead with confidence, authenticity, and to walk in your God-given calling, grab you a cup of cocoa, a pen, and a paper, and let's get to work. So if you have never fit in, you never felt like you belong anywhere, this episode is definitely for you. I often think about how being so different can dictate our future if we let it, because it's really, really hard, right? How do we deal with that? How do we deal with always feeling separated from others, always feeling like a misfit or a loser or just being different, right? How do we deal with that? So this is the real basis of my entire journey. (laughs) So make sure you are ready to write anything that comes up for you. Grab a paper and a pen and let's talk about it. So Let's introduce myself, right? This is the first episode. Um, I am Shireen. Um, you've heard that before, aka Reen. Everyone calls me that. I have never fit in, right? I am a I'm a speaker. I own my own business. I'm a mom. I have never fit in. I have been a geek my entire life. <laughs> um, if you see me in person, I am extremely quiet. I am very reserved. And not only that, when I was around 11, I was told that I had eczema. Um, For those of you who are not aware, it is um, a disease that is very itchy. Um, It makes you very uncomfortable. Um, But for me, this was like the worst doctors had ever seen. So it was debilitating. Like I could not do anything basic. I had patches, um, scars, all over my entire body, right? I was in constant pain, couldn't do things like take a shower, right? I was bedridden for a little while and scars and sores, all the stuff, right? Horrible, horrible. And I was treated very badly. 
um, by kids, but also even by adults. Like I can remember being on the train. I'm from Brooklyn, so I can remember being on the train and people moving away from me, but also like pointing and telling their kids like, don't sit over there because you might catch whatever it is that she has, right? She might be contagious. So because of this, right, it affected me deeply, right? Why wouldn't it? it? It's a big deal. It affected me deeply. And because of that, I accepted what people said about me, right? So I accepted you're ugly, you're weird, you're strange, um, you're not going to amount to anything. Why don't you talk? All of these things. Like, because that was said to me all the time, this is what I accepted. This is my reality. And then around the same age, I got the call from God who told me that you're going to start your own business. Not only that, you're going to be a leader. And I laughed. (laughs) That was my reaction because it didn't make sense to me. Better yet, it didn't match up to how I see myself. You know, you know, the saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah, I don't know who made that up, but it's the biggest lie I've ever heard. Right. Words hurt. If you can think about everything or anything anyone has ever told you that made you feel a certain way, they hurt and they carry weight. It can be uh, bullying. It can be peer pressure. Uh people trying to get you to conform, people shaming you for not liking the same things, right? It comes in all forms. This is not foreign. I am not the only person that has gone through this. All of you at some point has gone through this. Everyone has. Feeling like they don't belong. It's part of the hierarchy of needs, right? It is It is in our DNA to want to belong. And not only that, it gets magnified to the 10th power when we become a Christian. Like, oh man, wait a minute, I'm a Christian now. That that makes me even more different. (laughs) Are you telling me like I can't do the same things I did before? I can't hang out with the same people? You know, it's even more different if you can relate. So when we carry all of these terms all of these labels around with us, that is what adds meaning to it. And it can, if we let it, start to find us, right? Look at everyone in the Bible, right? Moses, David, Gideon, on and on and on and on and on. These people were not, were not the strongest. They weren't uh, the bravest, they weren't the most attractive, they were not motiv- motivational speakers, right? They, they weren't um, the talkative ones in the crowd. They weren't the ones that people would pick. They wouldn't be the first pick. You, you know, when you play in sports, I don't know about you, but when I was in school, like I was never picked first, right? They weren't first draft. <laughs> but yet, they were called. Isn't that interesting? But yet, all of these people were called. I haven't seen a person in the Bible yet. (laughs) You can let me know. Yet, that had elements, the makings (laughs) of 
whatever they were called for, of being a great leader, of being a great king, none of them had that or were perceived to have that. But yet they were called. So why was all of this an issue? Because they accepted, like David, Moses, Gideon, they had accepted the labels everyone had placed on them. They made it into something. And they then they began to internalize it as their own. They begin to internalize it as the truth. That's when the problem comes about. That's when the, the issue arises. When we start to accept everything that people say about us or everything that we have been called. Uh, if we're talking about Moses, uh, I'm a murderer. God, there is no way I have any business going in front of anybody asking for anything. I have a stutter. I am not capable. I am not uh, good enough, right? I'm not a talker. All of these things that he said he could not do. And he was probably right. I mean, he did have a stutter, right? Though That's not false. But at the same time, you know that uh, the most popular verse in the Bible where God says, I am that I am. And I think it's because how dare you, Moses, say that I am not good enough. I am not capable. I am this. I am that. God is saying you don't know anything. <laughs> I am that I am, meaning I am the truth. I am the only truth. Everything else that you heard, everything else you you thought, everything else that you once believed, uh-uh. No. It does not stand up to the truth. So if you are not accepting anything that's in the Bible, although I hope you, you do and you are reading your Bible, we have scientific proof that what you say about yourself matters. We have data. We have psychologists that say what you say about yourself matters. So question becomes, who are you listening to? What voice? Who are you giving the microphone to? Listen, the moment I started listening to God and what he said about me, everything changed. Because he says you are worthy. He says you are a warrior. He says you are chosen. And this is the interesting part because it's not that anything about me has changed. I am the little girl from Brooklyn. <laughs> am I still weird? Yes. <laughs> am I still a geek and a book lover? Yes. Am I still totally awkward in conversations? Yes. <laughs> Am I still a loser? You know, in some people's eyes, likely. Likely. But does that, any of those things stop me from doing what God has called me to do? Not on your life. And please don't get me wrong. It takes time to get there. 
when all of this happened to me and all of this started, when I started accepting all of these beliefs and all of these things that people were saying, I was 11, 12. And God told me that I was going to start something. I was going to build something, right? I was going to create something for the kingdom. I did not believe him. But as I grew up, it's not like it absolutely went away. As I started to understand who he is, understand who I am in him, understand the truth of who I am, and actually believe that to the core, and in my core, actually believe those things, that's when things start to change. So it is a process, and I'm not saying that it's not. It is a process. So now, when people see me, they say, you've absolutely, you've completely changed. And I have gotten that multiple times, right? From people in my past, from people that I met probably like a year ago, right? Because I'm constantly evolving. You are constantly evolving. So now, honestly, nothing about who I am has changed. I still have certain personality traits, God has still put certain gifts and talents in me. I am still the same, basically, at the root. I am still the same. But the only thing is, now I think differently. Because I think differently, I show up differently. And I understand who I am and who God called me to be. So you cannot, cannot control what other people say or think about you. And you know what? You shouldn't try, right? You would be exhausted. And we try to do this all the time, but you would be exhausted if you tried to manipulate and fix everyone's version of you in their head. You would be exhausted because everyone has met you at a different place in their life and in your life. Everyone has encountered you differently. This does not give you permission to be a jerk, but I'm just saying everyone will have a different version of you in their head. But who are you? Who, what are you saying to yourself? Who are you calling yourself? Like, what are you saying? Are you listening to everyone else's version of you? Or have you come to God's version of you? Are you listening to who he says you are? That is important because you cannot control what other people say about you. There will always be someone who doesn't like you. Let's be honest. Let us be incredibly honest. I know I said that um, before on Instagram at My Cups of Cocoa. I've said that before on Instagram and that video kind of went viral because Everyone is not going to like you. They're not meant to. They're not meant to. Again, I understand we have this need to belong and that has advantages. It does. But you cannot conform to what everyone wants from you, right? It will never work. You'll just be fake all the time. Like it, will, it won't work. Everyone is not going to like you. And honestly, there is nothing you can do. There is nothing you can say to get them to like you. It doesn't work that way. 
They're not supposed to like you. Because if we're being completely honest, whatever God has called you to, whatever he needs you to do, whatever he wants you to do, everyone will not like you for it. You are, if you are living in that truth, you are going to ruffle some feathers. Let's be 100% 100 honest. You are going to ruffle some feathers. And there's a lot of things we hold back because we think we are offending someone else with who we are. There's a lot of things go unsaid. There's a lot of things that we should have said that we didn't. Because we we want to fit in so bad, right? <laughs> we want to fit in so bad and we feel like this person must like me. That person must like me. And everyone won't. It's not their mission. It's okay. <laughs> it's absolutely okay. So you can't control everyone's version of you, but... You can control what you think and say about yourself. You absolutely can. Time to take action. So I want you to, number one, write down all the reasons you think you have never fit in. All of the labels, right? Everything that you've ever been called, um, negative, positive, everything that someone has said to you about you, I need you to write those down, okay? You can pause this if you need to, but I need you to write those things down. Number two, then I need you to take a look at them and ask yourself some questions. Is this true or is this false? Is it true or is it false? Because like I said, there are some things that can be absolutely true. I am still a geek who would rather stay in bed and read books all day. That is me. I am not ashamed. <laughs> that is me. Um, there are some things that you write down that are going to be true. And that's okay. So if it is true, how can you put a positive spin to this? For example, myself, I cannot stay in, um, let's say, any event or gathering for much longer than two hours. Because I am quiet and because I am reserved and because I like being with my lonesome, <laughs> I prefer that. And it always seemed that that was a negative thing. It was always portrayed to me that this is a negative thing. Like Shireen doesn't talk. She's never gonna do anything important. She's never going to amount to anything life. I have had people say that to me. She's never going to to uh, go out in the world, create relationships, all those things, right? But I had to reposition that in my mind. I had to relabel that in my mind and say, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I am quiet, I understand that, but God has given me the ability to use my words, to write, to step on a stage and speak to thousands of people. 
I could do that. And it doesn't bother me now in the slightest, not saying it, it never used to, but now that's one of my talents. But at some point I have to go home and get into bed, get covers and stay there and lie there <laughs> to get my energy back up, right? That's just me. So how can you um, relabel these things? How can you put it, put on a positive spin? So uh, number two, if it's false, if it's not true, you're one of your labels, make a commitment to let it go. Make a commitment to let it go. Even if you have to tear out that, that word out of whatever book you're writing in and tear it up and throw it in the garbage, make a commitment to let it go. Again, you cannot fix everyone's version of you in their head. If it's not true, hurt people hurt people. If it's not true, the person who who said it to you might have been going through something, right? If it's not true, then it's not true. You know if it's not true or not, believe it or not. You know if it's not true or not. Let it go. Again, just... I'm not saying that this stuff doesn't take time, but we need to start dealing with it, right? So rip it up, throw it in the trash, throw it in the fireplace, whatever you got, and let it go. And number three, the last thing that I need you to do is write down who God says you are. And that's important. As believers, that's important. Who does God say you are? Because we have God multiple times telling us, listen, this is what you're capable of. This is what you're going to do. This is who you are. And we fight him. We challenge him. We do. Because we are known for something in the past, because we've had a label that isn't so cushy, we accept what others say instead of thinking about who God says we are. So I want you to actually get some verses and write them down and find some verses of who God says you are. I have tons and I'll probably put them in the notes like uh, Psalms 139, 14, Psalm 17, 8, 1 John 3, 1, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, John 1, 12. Like you can take your pick and I'll write them out. But he says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says you're the apple of his eye. He says that you are worthy. He says that you are a warrior. He says that you are a new creation. He says that you are a child of God. And it is important for you to write these verses down, sticky note, wherever you got to write it down, write it down and put it somewhere that you can meditate on this. These are the things that changed my view of myself. Put it somewhere that you can see it so you can repeat it to yourself because he is the only truth. So what he says is the only thing that matters. Okay, I need you to meditate on whatever verses that you picked. I need you to meditate on those verses, especially the one that says you are chosen. All right. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you for hanging out with me. 
this inspired you, transformed you, or blessed you in any way, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts or screenshot your phone and share it on Instagram and tag me at mycupsofcocoa. Thank you again for listening, but I would love to talk to you personally. So come on over and connect with me in my community, cupsofcoco.com slash community. Remember, we see you, we feel you, we love you, and you belong here. Come on back and sit with us.